very good afternoon to you, our cherished listeners. It's always indeed super exciting to come your way every Wednesday with your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle. Yenara Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by First Code Management Services. They say industry, get it right. Today we start a totally new conversation. Last week we ended our conversation and let me just say a big thank you to Inshirado for sitting in for me last week where we ended our conversation on accounting and bookkeeping for small businesses. Today we start a totally new conversation. We're going into the area of facilities management. There are a lot of new terminologies in the corporate sector today so Hitherto, you used to hear terminologies like estate management, maintenance, repairs, and all of that, personnel management. Today, a lot of that terminology is changing, and we're going to be focusing on the specific area of facilities management. We're privileged to be joined in this conversation by the president of the Ghana Institute of Facilities Managers, Management Association, IFMA for short, in Ghana, and he's in the person of Mr. Kweku Samson Opare Adjiman. Kweku, you're welcome to the show. Thank you very much, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited because Kweku is also my president. I'm also a member of IFMA, so today we're having a home conversation. Home conversation. But it's also exciting for me because... Like we always say here on the show, what we do is that we try and talk about the topical areas of our business and of our entrepreneurship drive or agenda, which affects our productivity in many ways. We've talked about bookkeeping, we've talked about recruitment, marketing, branding. Today, we want to focus on the area of facilities management. Where do you operate from? We talked a few weeks ago about working remotely and working from home and all of that, but we cannot we cannot say that everyone is completely working from home because in that conversation we did say that there are some businesses and some business definitions who by definition of what they do cannot work from home so obviously they need to work from a space a workspace which may be referred to as an office how do you manage this office what are the exigencies of being in this space and how does it affect your complete profitability as a business or exactly what you do when we talk about facilities management sometimes the conversation sort of um, limits itself to things like maintenance and repairs and all of that. But reading around the topic and preparing for this conversation, I found that it encompasses a bit more. When you take our facilities, we're looking at things like health and safety, you're looking at security, you're looking at your CCTVs, you're looking at the chairs you sit on, you're looking at the workspace, the space configuration, how close you are to the next person. We're looking at ventilation, we're looking at lighting. I didn't even know. Did you know that the amount of light in a particular space where you work can affect the mood and psyche of the staff who work there? So if you work in a dark space, sometimes it can cause depression. If you work, all of these conversations we're going to be having here um, on this show, and we're going to be having a conversation with Mr. Samson, who will share with us. Now, what we did before coming on this show is that Kweku is going to share with us over the next five weeks the rudiments and the principles and the theory of facilities management, if you like. But it's also absolutely important to get a parallel perspective of people who are in the industry, who are facilities managers, who are performing this function. And I just spoke to a few of the people in the industry. Let's just take a quick listen to what some of the people, practitioners within the industry had to say regarding their perspective on what facilities management is. When we come back, we just continue straight with that conversation with Kweku Samson. Let's take a quick listen. 
I'm a middleman or woman, if you like. I carry concerns from one end to the other and deliverables from the other to one. I have to be strategic like a CEO and work like a janitor. Everywhere is my office. You can find me late at night on my laptop and later inspecting machines. Each day consists of false finding walks with a full schedule of meetings concerning the operations of my facilities. I have to make sure properties run as they should and meet the needs of its occupants. Wondering what I do? Facilities management it is. My name is Andrew Mensah. And I'm a facility management professional. Facility management is the support service activities that ensure the success of the core business of any organization. It is the prudent management of an organization's resources to increase productivity. My name is Adra Odrokunadu and I am the director in charge of general administration at the Ghana Education Service. In the area of facilities management, I am taxed with providing, maintaining and developing different services such as maintenance and repairs, contract management, health and safety, security, janitorial services, base management and assets management. It is worth noting that facilities management doesn't only comprise of physical infrastructure but also the processes that we put in place to ensure that the people using these facilities are in safe and secure environment. So those were some comments from practitioners within the industry regarding what the perspective on facilities management is. As we go on in the next couple of weeks, we'll be engaging a few more people, you know, within the working industry, staff, and some more practitioners to get the perspective on various aspects of the conversation. Now, for those of us who like to take notes or have a certain trajectory to every conversation, in the next five weeks, Kweku has obliged us with his presence, and Kweku, we are we are grateful for your for your time. So we Thank will be you. looking at facilities management <laughs> under the the following topics if you like so we'll be looking at an overview of the entire conversation today then next week god willing when we come we'll be looking at maintenance operations as a function of facilities management then we'll move the following week to health and safety also as a function of facilities management week four we're also going to be looking at the emergency preparedness and business continuity Oftentimes, you hear the acronym BCP, BCP. It means that when your business goes down today, what are you going to do? How are you going to um, start your business again? Sometimes people have an acronym they call um, RTU, which is a real-time objective. If you went down now, let's say your, your ECD went down, your power went down, and your generators went down, how quickly can you restore your business without losing customers? These are conversations we need to have under what you call your business continuity process. That is also part of the function of facilities management. And in week five, we'll be looking at the environmental stewardship and sustainability. Again, this is important because whatever we do as facility managers, particularly in the area of energy management, we must manage it in such an efficient way that we contribute positively to the sustainability development goals. What is our carbon footprint? of the equipment that we're using. All of these conversations we'll have here on the show. I'm going to be handing over to um, Mr. Samson right now. And uh, he will take us through an overview of this conversation. At some point in the conversation, we will also open the phone lines and get interactive and hear from you. We'd like to hear from you, the business owners, the CEOs. Where are you operating from? Which spaces have you rented? How are you managing the things that you know, are in your business that help you to work. Asset management. Do you just buy equipment every time they say it's broken down? Do you have um, what you call it um, a depreciation line for your assets? When you buy a computer, how long is it supposed to last before you buy a new one? You must have policies on all of these things. Otherwise, it's money. It's, you know, it's heavy cost. It's capital expenditure. You know, um, when we had that conversation with Mr. DeGraff, he, he told us about our balance sheets and all of that. You have your OPEX 
operating expense and your capital expense, and you must make sure that you don't spend too much on your capital expenditure. Mr. Samson, I hand over to you now. Take us through um, a general conversation or an overview, introducing the conversation on facilities management and why it's 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 such an important topic. Thank you very much, yeah. Um, I must say a very good afternoon to our listeners and also to our viewers, and a very big thank you to you and Sarah for the opportunity given to the IFMA chapter in Ghana for this conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, as you rightly said, facilities management um, has a very wide, you know, scope, a very broad scope, uh, and therefore this five weeks we will try and look at aspects of it and we'll try to bring to listeners, uh, listeners the, the, the the core in, um, and, and importance and the benefits of facilities management in, in our workspaces. So today I have put together a few slides that I want to share with, with, with us. And um, firstly, I want us to have a general survey and look at... Mr. Samson, just before yeah. you go on, for yeah. those of our listeners who are also watching us live on Facebook, mm-hmm. we're streaming live on Facebook, so if you want to watch us, you're not driving, by all means, go to our Facebook page and watch us. But we're sharing the slides on Facebook also, so that if you want to follow the conversation, please watch us and you will see the slides. Um, Mr. Samson, please go ahead. Thank you very much. So, I mean, uh, we, we want to start with uh, some synopsis of 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 uh, facilities management and, and to have a general look at it, to have a general survey um, of the importance of facilities management and then we'll, we'll take it forward. And so um, I put a few uh, points together. And I say facilities management, uh, I may be using FM in my, in my, in my presentation. And whenever I, I mention FM, <laughs> I'm referring to facilities management right. and, and maybe not Joy FM. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So facilities management... Um, which is more, in most cases also seen as a back office function or maintenance department rather than a strategic business function, is responsible for the management of 60% of the total assets of the business. Mm. And the way that responsibility is executed will positively or negatively affect the bottom line of any business. And, and so... What I'm trying to uh, say in, in, in this um, statement that I've made here is that um, let, let's come home to Ghana. Um, facilities management is not known to us well in Ghana, not in our education, not in our institution, not in our government. And, and, and therefore, when you talk of facilities management, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is maintenance operations. And even that, we have a saying that we have bad maintenance culture. culture. <laughs> yeah. and, and therefore, I mean, uh, uh, how do we understand maintenance operations even in the first place? And what importance do we, do we, do we, do we, do we give to maintenance operation? And sometimes we also refer to it as a, a boiler room you know, profession. Okay? Uh, you only see or call the facilities manager or go to the maintenance department to fetch you know um, the profession working professional working there when something breaks down when a genset breaks down and i mean there's doom saw and you want to work a or him from a friend and brother that sort of thing yeah <laughs> reactionary needed reactionary yeah but is that what facilities management is all about no facilities management is a proactive 
mm. and not a reactive perf perfection. Um, facilities management has evolved so much in 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 the last couple of years, from just a technical skill to a strategic uh, management skill, mm. and this is what I want us to look at more. Yeah. I am saying that if we 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 don't give attention to facilities management and we don't understand facilities management in our businesses, it's going to affect our bottom line um, operations, our bottom line business operations. And what I'm talking about is I'm talking about the economy of 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 the business. I'm talking about the environment of the of the of the business, and I'm also talking about the social environment of of the business mm. so you 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 agree with me that if a business will succeed this bottom line must be well you know connected to the strategic you know uh, uh, principles or objective or goals yeah. of the business i mean if for nothing mm. at all i mean you're right in saying that because your investment when you start a business yeah. in your facilities I use that word guidedly. So your structures, your setup, your you know everything that goes into setting up your business is the most significant part of your investment at the start of any business. Sure, yeah. In fact, sometimes if you are borrowing to set up your business, you're actually borrowing to spend on costs that you is going to depreciate over time. over time. You're not even going to get the benefit almost immediately. Mm -hmm. So you are right when you say that it's a significant and strategic part because then if you can manage it well, if it was meant to, let's say that companies depreciate that vehicle over five years, straight line depreciation, 20% exactly. every year. But beyond that five years, you're able to get an additional two, three years, four years out of the car. If you manage it well, you can get 10 years out of it. Exactly. If you don't manage it well, it will break down in five years. Exactly. You know, so you are so right when you say that. Please continue. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so yeah, you were talking about return of investment, you know, of our businesses, okay? And, and the, the second thing I want to talk about is um, uh, what we actually uh, 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 manage as facilities managers. Mm. I, will, I will take the, the, the public, you know... Um, example. Example. Yeah. And, and, and when we talk of public infrastructure, we are talking about huge infrastructures. We are talking about huge budgets. And we are, we are example. We are talking about airports. We are talking about rail system. Mm. We are talking about stadia. We are talking about hospitals, etc. In the case of Ghana, Terminal Three, Terminal. beautiful airport. <laughs> beautiful. How airport. much do we think it costs? How much do we think? It how costs? long is this supposed to last? Exactly. And how long will it to actually? How long will it actually last? Depending last. on how we we manage it. Exactly. And that's the point you are making. And that is the point I'm making. We we normally um, when we are like Terminal Three, as we are mm. talking about it now, we think so much of. We think so much of you know the initial cost. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, we, like, I mean, when we are discussing facilities management, we normally compare it to an iceberg, mm. okay? When you look at an iceberg, you see the little portion over water, but a huge portion underneath the water, we don't see. Yes. That is facilities management. Mm. Terminal 3, we, are, we, we, we will see uh, from the inception phase, the design phase, the construction mm -hmm. phase, it's so nice. But... The operations phase, mm -hmm. how long it's going to take to serve us mm -hmm. to, you know, bring back the investment that we have put in the name. We don't look at that. Mm. Who are the professionals that are responsible for taking care of the total life cycle yeah. of this investment? It is a question which we will answer mm -hmm. as we go along. Now, we, we, we also say that the sustainability, okay, to... Uh, 
of this um, public infrastructure that I've mentioned enhance the economic growth of the state. Okay? It reduces the cost of holding businesses. It provides platform for new businesses it's to thrive and reduces unemployment. Mm. If it reduces unemployment, I'm adding that it creates employment. Of course. So facilities management reduces unemployment and it creates employment. Mm. And more importantly, reduce tax burden on the citizens. Mm. So, Terminal 3, you mentioned Terminal 3, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. use Terminal 3 a lot. I, I don't know I don't know how it's much... It's beautiful. It, it's very beautiful. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. But what is a plan put together? What is the strategy put together to keep this beautiful edifice, to keep this beautiful terminal mm. over the years that we expect it to last? Yeah. The... Akratem Motorway, when mm-hmm. it was being constructed, we did not think of how long it's going to last and how long it's going to serve us. Mm-hmm. But look, Kwame Nkrumah did this about, over 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I need not talk too much about the maintenance of this, you know. Uh, 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 we all see it for what it is today. We, we see it for what it is. Are we going to do the same things to the huge investment that we are you know, committing into the flyovers and all the initiatives that our governments are bringing up. Mm. One district, one factory is all about infrastructure. It's mm. all about facilities. And 111 uh, hospitals is mm. all about infrastructure. It's all mm. about, you know, uh, buildings, all mm. about facilities. Yeah. The money that we are investing into it, we talked about them. But the maintenance of them, okay, over their total life cycle. Mm. Do we discuss them? That is the discussion I want us to have. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, I want us to now look at the, the, the role of the facilities management mm-hmm. manager in businesses, okay, and, and, and understand what role we actually play in businesses. Right. Yeah. Yeah, bef- but before we go on to talk about that, uh, I, I, I want to uh, – I put – Two definitions together that I want us to look at it and then explain um, um, our role in, in businesses and in, in, in organizations, okay? I put an IFMA um, definition here, and also I put the ISO uh, 41000 uh, definition here. Now, the IFMA uh, definition of facilities management says that FM is a profession that encompasses multiple disciplines, to ensure the functionality of the built environment by integrating people, place, process, and technology. So facilities management, like we said before, is not a boiler room profession. Mm-hmm. It's not just maintenance operations profession. It's not just a technical skill, you know, profession mm-hmm. but it has evolved into a more managerial you know profession where we ensure the functionality of the built environment bringing safety to the workers making sure that your workspace you know is healthy and making sure that the people working in the workplace are working productively I mean, if i if i hear you correctly i mean it's so important that you know we make this point here 
that we are no longer just sitting down in the boiler room, like you say, and being reactionary and saying, oh, that's not working. The power is not working. The generators failed. The lights are not coming on. The water is not flowing. To a situation that says, when you are putting up the branch or the office, you must determine, together with the team that puts it together, what is the power requirement of this building? What is the projected power requirement over its lifespan? You make room for, let's say, 20, 30, 35%. It informs the kind of alternative power equipment that you purchase in that building. So you don't get to a point and then the capacity is lower than what you got and you've already bought it and you can't buy a new one and it's affecting everything and you're losing, your cables are burning and all of that. So at that point, you're strategic in the decision to purchase. Then beyond that, you're also looking at having regular maintenance, scheduled maintenance. You don't wait for the thing to break down. No, no. So you're always ahead of yourself. If it's lubricant and fuel, you're ahead of yourself. You have reorder levels. Systems in place to monitor and tell you. So you don't have airlocks. Mm. I'm using the generator example. Sure, sure. So you are involved in the decision. You are involved in the maintenance in a proactive way so that at the end of the day, it becomes efficient, it saves cost, and it creates a continuum for the working environment, yeah. so they can make more profit and everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. I just wanted to, to drive home that point. I, you know, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's an excellent example <laughs> that you, you, you gave in here. For instance, enjoy from this building that we are sitting in here. If we are selecting a genset for this building, okay, and, and you just go on the market because you need a, a genset and you just go and buy any genset. Um, one, the genset can break down um, easily, because maybe you go and buy um, a low-rated, you know, a genset, or you go and buy a high-rated, mm. you know, a genset. Um, who is the right person to help you to choose the right, you know, uh, 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 genset mm. for your operations? Mm. Is the facilities manager? And like you said, if these things are not done strategically, you you at the end of the day, it, mostly people refer to facilities manager as a cost center, but it's because we don't have trained. And professionals, you know, helping management to do the right selection and strategic selection. That's why we refer to it as okay. No, uh, no uh, but even the, even the conversation of it being a cost center, um, maybe primarily it is a cost center because it's a spending center. Exactly. But if we were doing the math on the return on the investment, then you would realize that it's even a more in that maybe indirect though, but it's even a higher form of generating income than some of the direct business lines. And I say this because, for example, if I set up an office space for you at X amount, that is my build cost. Exactly. That build cost, repayment period, depending on the revenue inflows, can be paid back by, let's say, one year, two years. Mm-hmm. It's done. Everything after that becomes profit. Exactly. So if we're, if we're measuring return on investment, it's an initial cost center, but eventually it becomes more profitable if it's properly managed. If it's properly managed. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm, the point I'm, I'm trying to drive at. Yeah. So, so what, what you have said is excellently right, you see? And, 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 and this decision and this uh, informed decision cannot be made by just anybody mm-hmm. in the company. These decisions can only be made by the facilities manager, mm-hmm. by a trained professional. And therefore, we need this professional in our in, in, in our in our building space. Mm. Okay, um, facilities management has been seen um, um, as, as 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 narrow as you know just maintenance operations, but it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Today we are just looking at the overview of the introduction. Yeah. So we will not go too much into the nitty gritties of the specifics areas. Mm. Yeah, but I want to uh, bring to light you know the areas that 
facilities managers are involved in. Okay. So what would you say to people who say that the facility manager is a jack of all trades? I mean, one of the of the sound bites we listened to, okay. in, it was very impressive. I think I think that was Namumu, no, that was you know, Mumu, from yeah. from Alpha Meet, exactly. and she said. My job is diverse. So I'm in the boardroom today. I'm in a strategic meeting tomorrow. I'm in another support meeting. The next day, I'm, I rolled up my sleeves. I'm on a building site. The next day, I'm... It's the facility manager, a jack of all trades. Because it's one job that has various, even career lines. If I look at career lines exactly. alone. So you must have... Must, it's necessary that you must have knowledge about almost every area. When I say every area... If it's in the area of health and safety, you you need to know and understand how it works. Yeah. You're not to apply to your facilities. It's exactly. in the, if it's in the area of procurement, exactly. you need to understand the various products. Exactly. You must understand the various services. Exactly. You must understand how all of that works mm-hmm. so that strategically you can make those inputs. What would you say in terms of the work of a, a facility the manager, manager being regarding a being a jack of all trades? <laughs> okay, so the facilities manager is a jack of all trades. Mm. Yeah, because... Um, we, we we have scope, you know, for facilities management has scope. And therefore, if you work beyond the scope, you are doing something else and not facilities management. Mm. But, you know, um, 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 like Na rightly said, um, um, take a doctor, a medical doctor, okay? A medical doctor works around the clock because, I mean, emergency can okay at any time mm-hmm. you, he or she will be called upon. Mm. It, the same applies to the facilities manager. I, I, I want to say the facilities manager is the medical doctor of the built environment. And mm. it can be called upon. Please say that again very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to sink in, you know, to our listeners. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that the facilities manager is the medical doctor of the built environment. So like the doctor can be called at midnight because there's an emergency. The facilities manager can be called at midnight because there's an emergency. Because the genset has gone off and joy must go on working. I mean, you are a media house. You are working 24-7. And, it, and if there's blackout, you are not working. And if the genset goes off, who is going to be called upon? It's a facilities manager. You know, I was in a conversation <laughs> earlier. If just you knew, this is Masterclass here on the Superstation. I was spending time here with Ms. Mr. Samson talking about facilities management. You know, there's a conversation earlier on that was talking about facilities management. And we're talking about the kind of temperament. Okay for a person to become a facilities, a facilities manager. manager. What, let's talk about temperament. <laughs> for facilities. What would be the prescribed temperament for, for a person who wants to be a facility manager or who is already a facility manager and is listening to us? What would yeah. be the prescribed temperament? In fact, if, 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 if you are a facilities manager and you are impatient, then you are not in the right profession. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, but yeah. stress will kill you. Yeah. And therefore, I would advise you to leave the profession and go yeah. and find something else yeah. to do. Yeah. Because facilities management is so stressful. Mm. And therefore, if you, are, if you are not calm, if you are impatient, uh, if, 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 if you don't take things you know, strategically and plan uh, your processes and procedures of doing things and mm-hmm. just do things anyhow, my brother, stress will kill you. You know, <laughs> as you speak, a certain phrase comes into my mind. Problem yeah. solver. Problem solver. Problem solver. Okay, the facilities problems. manager is an enabler. Right. Okay. So you are, it's right for you to say that it's a problem solver. Yeah. We'll be getting interactive shortly. We're discussing facilities management here on Masterclass. When we get interactive, we'd just like to hear your thoughts as well so that you can be a part of the conversation. I'd like to open the phone lines a bit early today. So we will be getting interactive, but we'll take a quick message from our sponsors. Once we come back, we open the phone lines. we take a message now. 
favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you just tuned in, this is Masterclass. And so going cashless has never been this convenient and exciting. If you have a motor vehicle of any kind, here is some great news for you from Goyle. Goyle's new e-payment systems are now compatible with the GH Link and the National Payment Platform. Now you can use your GH Link card on any of Goyle's POS machines to purchase fuel. GH Link cards offer additional payment options for fuel purchases at Goyle stations in addition to the Go card. Every fuel purchased is recorded automatically on your monthly bank statement, helping cardholders track and manage their expenses. So go ahead and use your GH Link card to buy fuel and all lubricants from any of Goyle's over 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless and protect yourself and stick to all the COVID-19 protocols in these times. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Quick, um, where do you buy your fuel from? <laughs> if if you don't Goyle, buy from if you don't uh-huh, okay I'm happy that you buy from Goyle so um, if you don't buy from Goyle you're listening to us we strongly recommend that you buy yeah. your fuel from Goyle the phone lines are now open and numbers to call zero three zero two two one six five four one that zero three zero two two one six five four one you can also send us your comments on zero five five one 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 nine nine seven that's zero five five one 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 nine nine seven if you're watching on Facebook also send your comments our production crew will make sure that we get your questions and we answer them again the phone lines are now open let's hear your thoughts on facilities management are you a facility manager are you a member of IFMA even if you're not what is your experience how is your property being managed people always have questions my chair is not good it's killing my back I don't have enough light in my office we're too crammed in the office there's no ventilation let's hear your thoughts today pick up that phone give us a call 0302-216-541 I think I have a caller on the line already. Hello. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from, sir? Uh, my name is uh, Chidiak. I'm calling from Safla. Oh, Chidiak, my brother. How are you? Good. Long time, sir. Sure. Talk to me, my brother. I want to know from your resource person, what's the difference between a general manager and a facility manager? Okay. It's a brilliant question. Uh, Chidiak, please keep listening. We'll try and answer that question. I have some thoughts, but the question was to you. So you, <laughs> you, you go first, and then um, I will, I will try and uh, also proffer my answers. Okay. So a, a facilities manager um, has uh, specific areas that he works at, uh, and you know, facilities management is a support service to the core service of a business. Mm. Okay. The general manager is in charge of everything, both the core services. And the strategic, you know, mm. sorry, the, the support services and the core services. Mm. So, facilities manager just is in charge of the support services like communication, emergency preparedness, you know, maintenance, operation, leadership, and strategy, project mm. management, etc. Mm. I mean, if I put the competency area in about 11 areas, mm. yeah. So, facilities management uh, manager is not a general manager, mm. he has he works in, in the built environment to support, you know. 
the the primary uh, services or activities mm. of a company. Mm. Chidiak, yeah. just to just to add to that, mm. I was going to ask. You know, um, oftentimes when when HR practitioners talk about general managers, they will typically add a sort of description of the area over which they are general manager. But if your description of a general manager of the company is also the chief operating officer, then yes. The process of all operations, including the business operations and the non-core business operations, would fall under the general manager. So if they are, your GM is also your COO, then yes, all the operations, IT, security, maintenance, recruitment, administration, all of that would be under this person. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, if you're drilling down, the work of a facility manager is specific, is specific. So the same way you would have a head of administration, head of HR, head of security, you can have a CEO to whom all of these people report. So I hope that we've been able to give some clarity. Phone lines are still open, 030 is your experience with facilities management? Who's managing your facility where you are? There are various aspects of it, like I said. Today, we're just sort of introducing the conversation. There are various aspects like health and safety, even asset management. So when you buy the assets, if you walked into any company today, they should be able to tell you the number of computers they have on their asset book because they're supposed to be depreciating it. They're supposed to be able to tell you the number of desks, the number of tables, the number of cars they have, you know. And you should be able to have what you call a capitalization amount. So, again, because we don't want to go into the area of absurdity, it's not everything that you capitalize. No, You're not going to be capitalizing no. your pens and your, you know, little, little things, car tires and yeah. things like that. So, some companies have a policy and they say everything below a certain amount, we will not capitalize. Will not capitalize yeah. So, you, you choose either to capitalize by amount threshold or by mm. product definition. Exactly. And all of these things are mm. part of the process. We want to hear your thoughts. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. 030 Or send us your comments on WhatsApp on 055 Mr. Samson, I have a question for you. Yeah. What is the role of vendor management in Ven- in, in facilities in the in the FM process in, in, in the FM process, yes. okay. So, so the facilities manager, like I told you, is it, it, more of uh, a managerial, you know, scale, mm. and, and you deal with so many uh, suppliers coming to the space to work. You deal with um, 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 cleaning companies. You you deal with um, um, you outsource some specialized areas, okay, for vendors to come in to work. You know, so. So in the selection, the process of selecting the right vendors to, to, to come to your space to, you know, execute um, specialized areas of um, processes and work is what's normally referred to as, you know, vendor management. Mm-hmm. In you see, I, I ask yeah. this question because, again, it goes back to the, the point I made about being a jack of all trades. Do I have a caller on the line? I think I, okay. Right, numbers again to call 030 Pick up that phone, give us a call. Phone lines are now open. We are interactive. You can also send your comments on 055 1111 That's 055 I asked about vendor management again because, you know, sometimes when you're managing your vendors, depending on the kind of institution you're working in, and mm. again, it's not, it, should, it shouldn't be just, you know, because of the institution you're working in. By best practice, mm. there should be some kind of arrangement with them either a memorandum of understanding or an agreement of some sort. Mm. Let's say that you have somebody who's supposed to provide you um, cooling yeah. with a certain facility or you're procuring certain assets from that person or even a software yeah. that manages a certain process. There, is, there should be an agreement with terms and conditions. Exactly. You, typically, people would say that I've fenced this over to the legal department, let them do it. But as a facility manager, to what extent should you also have a certain level of understanding regarding negotiations. Product knowledge is one. Exactly. The business aspect of the conversation regarding 
possible breaches mm -hmm. for which you provide protection within the agreement is another. Mm -hmm. But what are some of the other areas that you look at? Um, yeah, I mean, some specialized areas are in, like you are saying, the, the legal aspects and, and all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a facilities manager, you are supposed to know to some extent, I mean, not everything. Mm -hmm. So when you when you get to the point that you need the advice of a legal team, mm -hmm. in fact, you have to consult your legal mm -hmm. team, you know. Mm -hmm. in, but you don't have to make all the decisions, you know. Mm -hmm. you, you are just there to be able to facilitate, you know, uh, the purchasing of these things or bringing in uh, the, the the suppliers to the space to work. And therefore, mm -hmm. we have something we call the SLE. That's, that, that's the uh, document that is... The, the, the service the, level the, agreement. Exactly, yes. that, that the facilities manager is an expert in. Right, in I'll come back to you shortly, yeah. Mr. Samson. Mm -hmm. I have another caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Master Class. Your name, where you're calling? Good afternoon. Yeah, uh, my name is Harrison. I'm calling from Dodoa. Right, Harrison, talk to me. How's Dodoa this afternoon, my brother? Uh, everything is okay. Brilliant. Talk to me, Harrison. Okay. Uh, I'm a facility manager. Uh, a facility manager. Okay. I run a facility manager uh, management company. Right. Okay. But the problem uh, here in Ghana is that some of the companies don't understand the... the the, the importance of facility management companies. Mm. So you see a company that uh, is trying to run everything. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, a company has a challenge with its plumbing, its plumbing system. Mm -hmm. And they try and go for, maybe they are looking for a plumber in, I mean, in the area to come and fix it. And they try their best, they will not get a plumber. Or the plumber will come fix it tomorrow, they will have another challenge with the same plumbing system. But when you allocate your, your property to a facility management company, he takes care of all those, I mean, those uh, engineering works. Mm. And those, you, and you, 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 the company, you are, you are focused on your core business activities. Mm. And you leave the engineering part to the facility management company to, to run. So in this case, you, 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 you maximize your uh, productivity. Yeah. You understand, but yeah. a situation where you try to do everything yourself, you can't do it, and by doing that, a lot of companies lose. Uh, they, they lose. They, they, can, they are not able to achieve their targets, and it becomes a problem to them. So gradually, I think facility management is trying to uh, cut through the, the the system in Ghana. Mm. So we are we are we, we are also uh, asking the companies to manage uh, to allow facility management to companies to, to run their, 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 projects, their properties for them. Right. right. Thank you so much, Harrison. I mean, th that was Harrison from Dodoa yeah. sharing some thoughts. Did you have a, do you have a, a, um, a quick reaction to that? Yeah, yeah you know, um, somebody also told me that in Ghana, when you say facilities management, uh, all companies think about is cleaning services. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's time. You see, it's the education uh, is also it. required as part of the process. Uh, and he mentions a key thing. He says that mm -hmm. if you're a business, you're in any kind of business, focus on your core business. Mm -hmm. Look at the ease of expensing that thing you're doing, trying to fix a facility, doing this, doing that. Let someone else do it for you and pay a premium for it. Of course, you have to do your cost-benefit analysis to be sure that it's valid. But he mentions something key, which is engineering. And again... You know, the reason why it's important to let a professional handle it for you is because it's been tried and tested and it's scientific. Yeah. So whereas you're going to keep fixing the problem, engineering can look at it and say, replace it because you didn't do the right thing in the first place. Only engineering can tell you that. And engineering is part of of facilities management because exactly. we work with them directly and exactly. otherwise you keep going on and keep fixing the thing and keeps throwing good money mm, away. away. Mm. I've got uh, Mamie Cements uh, 
Mamiyasi, you didn't say where you were sending your message from on social media. Mamiyasi says, good afternoon, yeah. I'd like to know the difference between operations officer and general manager. Okay, so Mamiyasi, your question <laughs> is also similar to the to, first one. Yeah, Mr. Um, Samson, would you like to take that? Um, she wants to know the difference between an operations officer and a general manager. I think this, I don't know, it doesn't relate too much to facilities management. Mm. Yeah, but... I mean, operations manager is mainly I mean, in charge of the operations of the company. And a general exactly. manager, like we said before, yeah. I mean, have an overview of yeah. uh, both the core businesses mm-hmm. and then the support uh, services. Yeah. So, Mami, you see, facilities management, like every other thing, if you remember the journey through which personnel management went, <laughs> where it used to be under administration, it became personnel management, now is known as human resources. And in some other places, it's now being known as people and culture. It's come over time. It will take time. The assimilation process will take time. But clearly, it depends on what you are doing as a company. So when you say operations officer, it's a general nomenclature for a specific operation, which is undefined until it is. Mm-hmm. So what is it you're doing? You are an, a juicing company and you squeeze oranges and you make fresh juice. Your operations is that you squeeze juice. Your operations officer will be someone who knows how to run the equipment that squeezes the juice. So until you make it specific, it's a bit ambiguous. But if your operations officer is also your administration officer, who is literally responsible for your facility, then yes, we're speaking the same language. So again, it depends on the roles that have been assigned either to general manager or operations officer. But those nomenclatures are, are, uh, should I say, generic until specified. I've got past solo from Sunyani. Pasolo says, is is a facilities manager the same as an estate manager? I'm enjoying your show. Please, um, your resource person is down to earth. Okay, Mr. Samson, they're saying that you are down to earth. But somebody also wants to know, is a facilities manager the same as an estate manager? No. um, Estate management is actually an aspect of facilities management. Really? Yeah. Um, Estate management is all about... Normally, they put estate management and property management together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Estate management and property management is limited. I mean, uh, taking care of um, yeah. rental, taking care of lease, and mm. taking care of tenants and stuff like that. Bringing mm. money to your your owner, bringing money to your landlord. Okay, mm. uh, that that is mainly about you know estate management and um, uh, property management. But mm. facilities management goes beyond that. Mm. But thus operations or this um, activities are aspects of facilities management. So, so, I mean, essentially, we can see that the work of an estate manager is a subset of an umbrella which is called facilities management. Exactly. Because your estate mm-hmm. is, should I say, in other places, they call it property manager. Yeah, that's what you I'm know? saying, yeah. So, it could yeah. be limited to your, and that's what you said, built environment. Exactly. So, your structures and all of that. But you're yeah. looking at the process also. It's not just the physical, it's not the physical but the process, yeah. the decision making. When I say process, let's say even procurement. How do you install a service? How do you manage it when you've installed it? How do you continue to effectively use it to bring profitability? That whole process is part of the facilities management process. But one of the subsets is estate management. I think I have just enough time to slip in one more call. 0302216541. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. What's your experience? Do you have enough ventilation where you are? Who set up your office design? Did you just go to Kingdom and buy chairs (laughs) or go to a furniture shop and just set up your office? There should be a science about it. What is your situation? Pick up that phone, give us a call, or send us a message on WhatsApp. We continue this conversation also next week, but we'd like to hear from you today uh, in a few minutes. We want to be, we have just a few more minutes here on the show. We talked about um, smart buildings earlier on when you started. Exactly. Now, just touch on it briefly for me. Today, the work of the facility manager is being enhanced by automation. 
as is everything else. Yeah. So the HR manager now has a software that manages his leave, he manages his payroll, he manages all his you know appraisals, he manages everything as a central portal. The facility manager also in managing facilities has um, I have a call on the line. Good afternoon. Uh, you're welcome to Master Class. Your name, where yes, you're calling uh, from? My name is Andrew, and I'm calling from Abilene Bay. Talk uh, to me, Andrew. I want to contribute. Right, uh, the, A facilities manager is a wizard. <laughs> okay. okay. The work of a facility manager is not easy. Right. Sometimes I tell my colleagues, it is a calling. If you are not called to be a facility manager, please mm. forget it. <laughs> because within the organization, each and every person, has their unique request, and you must ensure that you address all those requests. Imagine you are serving about 200 to 300 staff. Mm-hmm. Some will come with issues with their light, issues with their chairs, issues with whatever. And you must do that and not get angry. And not get, get angry. Yeah. Some people that rightly <laughs> put it, you know, as it is. If you are impatient, you cannot be a facilities manager. Mm. Okay? Mm. So... And I'm very happy that we are doing this and educating, you know, business owners. A lot of people do not see the need for a facilities manager. And I don't blame them. Mm. Most facility managers who are also not trained do not tell them what they are going to offer. For example, if running your facility mm-hmm. is costing you 250,000 Ghana cities 